Hello and welcome to Empowered Podcast. We're now on episode number nine. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> nine. I love it. It's a great number too. I'm Michael Abney and, and I'm Marilyn Egan. Awesome. Today we are continuing our sort of theme on spaces. We talked uh, earlier this month about creating your morning practice and creating a special meditation space. And then our last episode, we talked about creating um, your home as a sacred space, a place where, as Oprah says, rises up to meet you. And um, some great takeaways from that one. That was amazing. And now since this time of the year, we kind of like looked at the space around the holidays and like what comes up for people as we start to look at uh, you know planning the thanksgiving and the christmases with the friends and family and sometimes this is could be a really depressing time of the year for people and um maybe have lost that sense of celebrating or what the holidays they thought they were about or about and um, today we're going to be talking about um, we have a guest that's here today, um, Cheryl Fox. You can introduce Cheryl. And yes. you guys, have, how long have you known each other? About a year, isn't it? I think yes. it was about a year ago that I met Cheryl. And um, I was impressed by her wisdom and um, her creativity and how she's managed some loss in her life that happened not long before the holidays last year. So I thought she would be a great person to help us figure out how to, you know, reinvent the holidays when we bring people together that have been through, nobody really understands what they've been through through that year and how things have changed if we only get together once a year. Mm -hmm. and I, I know several uh, people in my life that have had deaths, close deaths, yeah. right before the holidays and that's the very first thought is, oh, their holidays are ruined forever. Like that, right. you hear that. And I'm just really interested when we dive into the conversation today yes. about how that doesn't have to maybe be that way. Exactly, exactly. So Cheryl Fox is our guest today. And um, we just want to talk about um, how to incorporate these changes and shifts into the holidays so that it can feel good for you and your family mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as you connect. So... Yeah, you know, one thing that uh, comes to mind for me was, yeah, you're right, you know, the first anniversary after you have a loss or a grief or a death is, um, it almost seems unbearable to think about having to get together for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. The whole thought of it, it just, it's like, how are you going to get through it? And um, for me, I just got intentional and I thought about it and I thought, well, what would work? You know, what, what would work for me? And everybody has their opinion and everybody can offer their advice. And, and I just took a step back and thought, I have to do what works for me. And so if yes. I can, you know, if that would help somebody else to just think about what works for them. And for us, you know, I talked with my son and we decided to keep some things the same, but then we changed some things up because can you share like what was what was your experience in your life that happened to you like right before the holidays 
Oh, okay. Well, I well several things happened within about an 18-month period. I, I lost my my husband to cancer, and I lost my mother to cancer, and I lost one of my best friends to cancer, and my my son moved out of the house and went away to college, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which was also a big loss for me. <laughs> well, it it is. I yeah. mean, there's all different ways of experiencing loss, and so there can't be a family event show up without someone experiencing some kind of loss. That's right. Right. That's that was right. a lot, my dear, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yes, it was. It was. So, uh, you know, we the thought of, you know, making all my favorite meals and sit, doing a formal sit-down, we always came to my house, and the thought of doing that just wasn't, I just couldn't imagine it. So we went to Boston, and where my husband's family was, and we, and we did something a little different. But we were still together with family, and it was still really hard. But um, we did it, and so it was also healing for them for us to be there. And I think that's great that then it worked for both of you. What mm -hmm. you felt right in your heart felt good to them too, which is a bonus, right. Right. a bonus for the holidays. So, right, yeah. yeah. So what did you do that, that you kept the same throughout the holidays? Well, so for Christmas, we would, again, always get together at our house. And um, the thought of doing it all was just too hard. But I still got the decorations out. I still hung his stocking up. I still put his ornaments up on the tree. Um, and I still had people come over to the house. But instead of doing his favorite meals and um, having it all the same, I, I changed it up a little bit. I kept it lighter and I did paper plates and I did salads and sandwiches and then we went out and saw the Star Wars movie afterwards. And it was different but we were all still together and afterwards my nephew even said, he goes, God this was so much fun, let's do this again next year. And I, we all smiled and said, okay. So because it is, it's, it's not the same. You know, right. things have changed, so um, we're starting some new traditions, but incorporating and including the, the lost people in our lives. Yes, so you wove it together. You well, wove it li together. literally wove it together. For, for Christmas, I actually um, had a memory quilt made for my son out of my husband's shirts because I wanted to include him when we opened up gifts. You know, both it was him and I were like, "How are we going to do this?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's going to be really hard, but we're going to have to do it." <laughs> so I had this beautiful memory quilt made, and I gave that to him, and so that kind of included my husband in it, even though he wasn't still there. So, you know, you just have to think about what you can do to include him, but also move on and make some changes. Yes, I how, think. How long of a space was it before, uh, from your husband passing to, to having to base the holidays? Or um, those, you know, start those one year anniversaries and kind of tick around. Yes. Like, what was that? That pro is somebody's going through this right now, mm -hmm. or listening to this and they relate, mm -hmm. and they can't get to. Let's do the movies this year, mm -hmm. or like, can you help somebody through that space? Well, it was about four to five months for me um, from the time he died until the first holidays hit. 
and there is there's an awful lot of anxiety for the whole first year, the first anniversary of his death, and or Father's Day, or Mother's Day, or the birthdays, and or the wedding anniversary. You have all this anxiety. And one thing that helped me was to just I just said it's just going to be another day, uh, or maybe it's only going to be four hours, and two of it's going to be at the movies, and then I can come home and do whatever I want. If I want to go in my room and cry, or if I if I'm if I'm good, because you don't really know how you're going to feel until that day. And there were some times where I just had all this anxiety building up to it, but then when the day came, I was okay. So you're going to have grief. But you don't know if you're going to have grief that day or not because it comes and goes. So you don't really know how you're going to feel. So I just tried to break it down to hours or to a day and say it's just going to be another day. Yeah, you took it to like little bite-sized pieces that you knew you could handle, right? Yeah, and that, and that helped me. And my son was in town this weekend and, and we were actually talking about how we were such a mess this time last year. And we both cried a little bit, but then we also smiled and laughed. So, you know, you are resilient, and a year makes a huge difference. Yeah. And another thing we were thinking of is then when you have these holidays and you know that they're, you feel like a mess, so what do you feel like you needed from um, the other family members that you were going to be with? So they could accept you being a mess. Does that make well, sense? I, I only wanted to be around the people that I knew I could be a mess and that I could be okay with. So I made it very clear. I mean, I kept the gathering smaller and I only surrounded myself around the people that I knew I would be really safe with. Perfect. And you know, can't always do that because, you know, like you say, there's always Aunt Sally or somebody or that, you know, and you, sometimes you're supposed to do this for holidays and you're supposed to go here and you're supposed to, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. I gave myself a pass and said, I'm going to do whatever works for me. Very good. Very good. And if people don't like it, it's, you know, this is what's going to be best for me and my son this year. And this is what we're going to do. And that's what you did. And that's what we did. Yeah, I think that's brilliant, and that and that works. Now, what about um, someone who does end up being around people who don't necessarily understand where they are and feel challenged by them? Um, do you have advice to offer people who um, are going to be hosting? family in and we never know what kind of losses they might be experiencing maybe to lighten up on the ritual and the expectation what would you say to people who um, are having family in and they don't really know what's been going on in everybody else's lives well I think it's important that if, if it's family they should know what's going on in everybody's life hopefully that you have that opportunity to express how you feel and and just be real and authentic and you know I I cried a lot yes <laughs> just I mean it's like I couldn't stop crying and sometimes it made other people like really uncomfortable and I said well I, I can't help it you know and, and and then the tears just finally stopped but um, I, I think just being real and authentic and you know letting them know how you feel uh, you know, one thing that we did was to 
to tell stories. You know, we told story. Every, let's all go around and tell our favorite story about, about Richard. And so that was hard, but it was also healing, and it was also really good. And everybody got to say something, and so everybody was included. Yes, I love wow. that, too. You know, my, um, my father passed December 9th mm. one year, and um, there was my mom. They'd been married 57 years, mm. and we're like, wow, what are we going to right. do for mom for the holidays? So what we actually did is part of my family lives in one town, and we live here. So she spent thanksgiving with them we went and got her and she um she stayed with us for christmas and we let her sit and tell us stories from all of the days that we had never heard about well right. isn't that funny yes. that it comes um, to them that that's when you hear these stories yes. that you've never heard before like when she dated my dad and their first date mm -hmm. and what she thought when he came to the door to pick her up and don't and you want to just write it all down yes <laughs> yes and it was just really beautiful and my kids were really fascinated by these stories that mm -hmm. that she had to share but it was a totally different um, situation for us to have her stay with us that week and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just uh, we really just kind of focused on her we let it be we let her be who she wanted to be and experience it the way she wanted to um, and that's what my family did for me yeah my family was amazing they just said okay whatever whatever you want to do you know and they yeah. were just there for me now that may or may not always be the case but that's what you did, you know? Yes. Well, yeah. maybe maybe a family's listening to this, and they don't know how oh. to react, but you just gave you just gave them permission to have an entirely different conversation. Yeah, and a lot of times people don't know how to react. I mean, right. when you lose somebody, you know, everybody says, oh, I'm so sorry. And it's just like, you just nod and say, thank you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this Forever. is so important. I want to know this. Like, <laughs> yes. What, what did you want to hear? Because people don't know what to say. And we all like, are kind of sick and tired of thoughts and prayers right now. But like... You know, um, that's, that's a great question. Because I, people would ask me that before. What, what do you really want to hear? And sometimes I just wanted to talk. And I just wanted people to listen. Perfect. And... Um, that's really powerful. And, and I have since, since so many people were there for me, so when I run into somebody now, I ran into somebody just doing business the other day, I ran in to pick up some business shirts or something, and this woman was very out of sorts. And so I said, you know, are you okay? I said, take your time, Every, everything's fine. Well, it turns out that she had just lost somebody in her family, and they were, she was trying to get her daughter together, and she was just... And I just sat down and I just listened to her for like 45 minutes. And that's just what she needed. She just needed to talk. You held space for her to heal. Well, that's what people <laughs> did for me. Yes. Strangers, friends, loved ones. I mean, I journal and I wrote down things that I was so touched by what other people did. So, Do you remember any of them offhand? Um, God, there were so, so many. Um, one day I was at Trader Joe's and when I found out my husband had cancer and I went and bought all this food, I, I cook a lot and I cook from scratch, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. So I bought a lot of these prepared foods and my, my cart was full and so we're checking out and, and he was, uh, he's like, gosh, you got a lot of food. And I said, yeah, I know, you know, my husband has cancer and I'm just not going to have time to make a lot of meals right now. 
And um, the guy who was bagging, you know, he left and he, and he came back with um, some flowers. And of course, I, I broke, I started crying. <laughs> Yay. And, um, but it just, it just touched me. And um, it turns out I couldn't stop crying, so he helped walk me out to the car. And he goes, yeah, I lost my uncle. And then he told his story. And, you know, there, was, there were things like that. There was a uh, time when we were getting blood work done, and my husband was getting his blood work done, I was getting mine done. And we were at one of those blood bank places where they take your blood, and we had to wait for 45 minutes. And so finally I got in there for my turn, and right when it was my turn, the oncologist called with very important information about my husband. And she goes, well, I'm sorry, you can't take that call. And I said, I, I really need to take this call. Well, we can't wait. And I said, okay, fine. I, I'll go back out and get back in line. No. And, well, um, I can't remember if she actually, oh no, I, I, or maybe I didn't take the call, but we finally got in there, and then I told her what was going on, and then she just got up, and she closed the door, and she just listened. And uh, she had all these people in line, and they were all waiting, and she was supposed to take my blood and, and move me along, but she sat there and listened to my story for like 30 or 35 minutes, and she shared one of her stories. So it was just things like that, and the kindness of strangers yeah. that touch you. That, yeah. that gets you through the days. Isn't that interesting? Because she almost got caught up mm -hmm. in the rules and regulations mm -hmm. and the limits of time. Mm -hmm. And then she caught herself. And said, she allowed yeah. herself to be there for you. Yeah, I said, I'm sorry. It was the oncologist. My husband's out there and he's, you know, terminal and, you know. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so then I stopped and went down the street to the Panera and got her some cupcakes and brought them back to her and said, thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So I guess what I'm thinking is these people who um, are having friends in or family in for the holidays, are we, I think what you're saying is just be open to whatever is. They may have experienced a loss that, we don't know whether it's financial mm -hmm. or whether it's um, maybe a, a divorce or a mm -hmm. separation or that mm -hmm. they're not coming forth with yet. And if we can just remain open throughout the holiday, let go of the expectations and the judgments and the rules and regulations, <laughs> we think. It's, it's that and it's also like um, everything that's happening in the world. Yes. You know, like our families, everything is split. You know, that, yes. that, that separation is showing up everywhere. So not getting along with somebody or, you know, family members we don't have the best relationships with. Right. Like I just keep hearing this re this recurring thing that we're talking about, the, the thing that ca is connecting everything. Right. Every time that you we talk about this is a story. We're sharing stories. Stories. And that's connecting, because you connected with the lady, that you know that was drawing the blood, and then you went and got her the cupcakes, and she listened to you. And you know, by the way, being listened to, being heard, being gotten, is one of the most important things in the world. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I I know that, but I never connected it to somebody going through a loss or a conflict or something a disturbance in the norm. That that was, that was a, a missing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you really, you sh I got something really big out of that. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. 
Well, when people are stressed anyway for the holidays, whether right. it be you know a change in a job or or any or anything that that may may be going on, and you know like with my situation, we literally lived day by day. Mm-hmm. So you know I you know I'd always read the books on being mindful and being present, but you know it's another thing to know that he could die any day. So we literally lived day by day. So when you're there at the holidays and and you know you want to acknowledge their stress or whatever, but you also want to celebrate and look at the big picture and what's really, really important. You know, what's what's really important? One of the last things my husband said before he passed was, hold on to our love. Hold on to the love. And that has helped sustain me through a lot. But that's what's really important. And whether it's a job loss or a divorce or, or you know, a death or whatever, we still all have the love. We have their love and we have our love. That's so brilliant. That is beautiful. And if we could all remember that with every single person who walks into our holiday celebration, mm-hmm. that can change the energy of everything. Imagine everybody walking in yes. and like, instead of like numbing ourselves out. Right. Sitting down and start swapping some stories. Yes. And like connecting. Yeah. Because every time we tell our share ourselves with people, mm-hmm. we connect. And when we connect, the illusion of separation disappears. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's no conflict and there's just harmony and unity. It, it melts away. It, you can just feel it. it yes. It'll just melt. Yeah. I feel it when you're talking. I do too. And like I, at the beginning of this podcast, I swear I did not know where this was going. Right. But I'm, wow, I'm really happy that this is really powerful and so simple. We all can tell a story. I mean, we're natural born storytellers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can think right now, like some stories that, you know, my mom wrote a, uh, a little, she gave me a book. And they were all little questions about when I was a little, a little girl or she was sharing stuff that from these questions in this book. But it was all sharing stories. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't barely get through a couple of pages before I started like breaking down. So it's just like it just that's so present for me right now is like our stories and sharing them with other people and and allowing them to open up with their story. Even if they're afraid. And it, and it honors that person, it too. It honors, yes. You know, or if you're telling a story about somebody who has passed away, you're, you're, you're honoring that person and keeping mm-hmm. them and their spirit alive with you, too. Right. And then anything that you did after that, whether that was just sharing a meal or that was, you know, going to the mall afterwards or walking the around movie. in the park mm-hmm. or whatever, <laughs> the connection... The that's connection the missing, was that's the missing part. Yeah, yeah. The that's connection the was part. the connection was great because we were all stressed. We were all like, "How are we going to get through this?" You know, we were all there was all this little nervous tension in the beginning. Right for those for those in your family or those you were sharing the holiday with and you because they didn't know mm-hmm. exactly how you feel because they've never been exactly in your shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's probably another thing for us to all remember is we never really know exactly how a person is feeling, Until but if we can hold the door open yeah and let them know we're willing to share that that literally just and just hold space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. makes all the difference of course star wars helped too star wars of course (laughs) 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 is there one coming out this christmas too 
There's another one. I have no idea. Do you? I don't know. That There's always great Trek. holiday movies. There will yeah. be a movie. Absolutely. There will be a movie. I think Hallmark's got like tons of Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too. Well, I just like, this is like, I feel good. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And maybe this can set the tone for everyone who's not so sure how their holidays are going to feel for them. You know, maybe this can set a tone for you and, and leave you going to your holiday a little more open or to what better, everyone yeah, else is going. Pick up the phone or send an email <laughs> yes. or text somebody that is in your family that, I mean, their face pops up the first time you think about going to an event. Right. It's right there. So if somebody's got somebody like that in their life, an email to connect, hey, let's have some coffee. Let's talk on the phone. Let's Skype. Let's let's FaceTime. And I want to hear your story. I want to create something different than was in the past. Like yes. it doesn't have to be like that. Who wouldn't want to get that call? Well, and it's not going to be what it was in the past because things have changed. Right. But we operate. Most people operate like it has to everything be the same. And I, that's the paradigm that we're mm. we're we're shifting right. out of, mm -hmm. and that we don't have to be stuck with it. And if it's not that, then it it doesn't have to suck the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like. You're the perfect example of that didn't happen to you because you chose different actions. You chose different actions mm -hmm. and you got a different result. Mm -hmm. Can yes. you, I mean, there's people that have devastation that happen and they never recover from it. And, you know, they, for whatever reason, chose another path that gave them that action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're a perfect example of that doesn't have to be that way because you chose something different. Well, it, it's a process. It's a work in, in progress. It, it doesn't just happen. It, right. it continues. So, yes. yes, and it's different for everybody. So, yeah. Is it still in the theme, though, of one, one, one minute at a time, one day at a time? I continue to live my life like that, yes. I do. And it's great. Yeah, it's about being in the present. So you're in the present. Mm -hmm. You're in today. Sometimes I slip back and start worrying about this petty stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, really? Yeah. And you yeah. catch yourself? Oh, yeah. That's transformation. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you're human, too. So, But catching yourself with that is huge. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. huge. Because that's not how you wanted to feel. So, and you moved into a space of how you want to feel. What's your holidays going to be like this year? We are actually going back to Boston for Thanksgiving. My son has a girlfriend and is bringing her her with him. So that's, you know, so we've started a new tradition. tradition. <laughs> and um, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet for Christmas. I have some ideas of how I'm going to include my husband in it. He, he was an artist and a cartoonist and a poet and a musician. And um, he was also very disorganized and very messy. So I spent the last <laughs> year cleaning up the house. But I've got all these little tidbits of um, sketches and cartoons and poems that I've been picking up all over the house and putting them in a file. So I'm going to give those to my son for Christmas, just as something that I can still include him and he can still be there in some, some capacity. But I'm not sure how the rest is going to play out. But we're in a better place. And we'll do whatever we want to do. Do you still feel him around you? Oh, yes. I felt it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, well Marilyn, what, did you, what are you taking away from today? Um, 
I think the biggest thing, well, you, you mentioned the stories, which is huge because that's what we ended up doing, but the idea of that is you didn't plan the stories, you didn't plan, what you did was you opened the space up for whatever that person needed and whatever you needed. And however and, I was going to feel that day. And yes, in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big thing to remember is just to be open-hearted to everyone and let let it be what it needs to be with the open mind yeah. and open heart. Yeah. So if you got somebody going through that, listen, ask them what they need. Yes. I know a lot of times you, everybody does ask you what you need, but they always think of it as a physical thing. But you were there, somebody was there for you in spirit, and like a person was listening to you, a soul was listening to you. Mm -hmm. So you were allowed to be heard. That's different than, you know, bringing over food or something like that. Or That's saying, important Let's do as this. well. Let's, I think we should do this, or I think we should do that. Everybody has their opinion. Yes. Yeah. But you went to the heart of it, literally. And that was felt. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing that. You're sharing your story. And um, I hope listening to this today, um, that if you're going through this or know someone's going through this, that this provides something uh, new, a new possibility, a new way to connect. And if you're listening and dreading the holidays with your family, pick up the phone, get a conversation started, start sharing and start connecting. We're not separate. We are, we are the same. And um, the world needs the connection needs the love right now especially going through this so thank you so much for being here today and sharing that with mm -hmm. um, everybody sharing that with us and our listeners i really appreciate it well, thank you for having me yes thank you cheryl i do think that your story is going to speak to a lot of people and uh, open up their eyes we all holidays. have our own story everybody has a story <laughs> you are right share it yes <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yes so Thank you. Thank,